0: Smurf
1: and Hutch show. Welcome Rugby Under 85 competition podcast brought to you by Smurf and Hutch.
0: All right, well welcome to season two of 85's pod, uh, episode one, it's great to be back. Uh, so this season, a little bit new for you, we've got a, a bit of a tripod this season, so um, obviously from season one we've got Smurf, but joining us this year, in 2021, is none other than Rodders. How are you, fellas?
1: Good, mate. Yeah, happy to be here.
2: Yeah, good,
0: huh? Obviously, a little bit's changed in between 2020 and 2021. Um, Smurf, what's your update?
2: Yeah, I'm uh, down, in the, down in the beautiful Taranaki now. I uh, moved the family down here Started start of this year. Loving, loving life. No traffic. Unlimited water. All the good stuff. You're Lots awesome. of
1: footy. No, eight, no 85s footy, though, so...
2: No, guess, no no a bit of a shame that's why, but,
1: that's why you're still on here
2: yeah yeah a bit of a shame Well, actually um so the club i'm at they're in behind the 85 so we've got i think we're the only Taranaki team that's entered a team into the national cup so that's uh something to look forward to at some stage during the season
1: nice i wouldn't mind a way trip down there not gonna lie uh,
0: and what does i hear uh, you've made the official move into management now yep
1: yeah, yeah well so i thought until uh until we turned up at maris on the weekend and uh who else was there with the skins on, ready to go? And so we did a little trade off, and we had uh, well, we were only meant to have twenty minutes each, but they had a few boys away. So I think Geo played sixty, and I played twenty at the end. Oh, nice. Good, good times, eh? Good fun. Uh,
0: well, that's your
2: cap for the year.
1: That's it, mate. That's me. That's it. What job and done?
2: Yep, nice. Any POD points in that twenty minutes, Rodders?
1: Uh, Self allocated. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. Well, that's one of the joys of um, admin when you start to move that that hybrid management playing role, you know, you can always find some positives.
1: Yeah, no, nah, the boys went well. It was, it's uh, just nice to be back in the sheds, eh? Like, around the lads, like, banter was flowing, you know, and you feel feel pretty lucky to be there when uh, the rest of the world's up to fuck all. So, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a pleasure, really. Yeah, no, nah,
0: probably good stuff. I'm looking forward to getting back into it. I guess in terms of uh, to kick things off for the season, we thought we'd do a bit of a season preview. So um, we sent out um, a pretty simple document to all the, the competing teams. Um, we've heard back from 80% of them, so there'll be a bit of speculation on our part, I'd say. The Hussies have been, um, I guess, usually uh, quite secretive and not providing any information. Maybe Smurf be able to divulge okay. a little bit, but I know there's a lot of top secret stuff that goes over at uh, Copses Bay. But yeah, 11 teams, got Waiheke back this year, which is a real treat. The squids are lucky enough to be getting So good. Again. I will front foot it and say that I only sent them the season preview sheet about four hours ago, so I haven't heard back from them yet, but maybe next week we'll do a little feature on them um, to make amends. So That's
2: going to be a hell of a weekend for uh, any of the teams heading over there. There's a good lodge there that one of their guys used to own. Highly re- recommend um, getting stuck into that.
1: Yeah, you, need the night off, you need the night off for that one, definitely.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, that's been cool. Do you take the misses or do you, you know, Lone Ranger? It?
1: <laughs> Was that a serious question?
2: Yeah, well, Come not, well. On.
1: take the misses. You're dreaming, mate. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be. I'll see you on Monday, babe. And, uh, You know, it's better to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission. So <laughs> we've uh, we actually we we actually drew them away, but gutted. It's being played at um, the club day.
0: Colin Maiden Park. I mean, I mean, what's Maiden? Yeah, second only to why you probably Colin Maiden Park. Yeah,
1: maybe I'll we'll tell the tell the wives that it's uh it's an away trip.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, not, that, not that anyone listens to this podcast, but good to hear the fellows already indulging a little bit of um, maybe potentially inappropriate sort of um, content. which is good We've got 11 teams this year. Why back? Logan from the Raiders pointed out to us that Harbour only have seven teams this year, which is obviously pretty gutting for them. Um, he suggested, you know, tabling, do we look at a merged comp at some point? So I'll put that to the floor for you guys to, to kind of ponder. Yeah, and then we've obviously got the, uh, the national comp that will sort of lay on top and I'm unsure how that's actually going to work at this point, but I guess there'll be a few double-ups of games throughout the season and for those lucky enough, we'll go a bit later. But... Uh, but yeah, thoughts, fellas. Obviously, Auckland 95 strong for now, hard, but not so much. What do you, what do you reckon about these proposed changes sort of comp structure?
2: it would be interesting. I mean, uh, having more teams means um, you can go to the old school sort of champ and, and play, which certainly from my days that was good fun. It meant you're sort of playing pretty strong, good competitive footy that, like, you know, between the whole whole year, which is pretty good. But I don't know. It'd be good to see Auckland just and uh, harbour both beef up their their own competitions really so i think there's quite a bit going on in that, in that space by up. typical new zealand they sort of switch on to these great things a bit too late and sort of they're trying to now they're trying to throw some money out and sort of, sort of i guess yeah it would have been good for them to be doing that sort of five or ten years ago and yeah glory days of 30 teams you know oh, that sort of thing take me
1: back hey take me back no, I think that's it's a double edged sword day eh, with uh, with that harbour comp because, um yeah, you know, bring those strong teams over to Auckland, it only makes the Auckland comp stronger. But then you lose a whole you lose a whole competition, and it's it's a hell of a lot harder to start a competition from scratch with no teams than it is to you know slowly put pump more pump more people into it, pump some more money and interest, and you know you'd hope that it would recover. And especially with the one hour stuff at school, that it might. You know, improve in the coming years, but it's tough when the top teams are so good, isn't it? We, me and Gio we're talking on the weekend about, you know, we just want the on the grades to do well, but it's tough for these new guys coming from school when there's fewer teams, and the, you know, the less teams means the quality's better, so it's, um, yeah, it's tough.
2: Yeah, I think they're doing some some quite strong stuff in the women's game with like a development comp. I don't know, there might be something that that falls out of there. Yeah, maybe helping those guys transition from one R into the. Into the comp, but I don't know. It's it's pretty hard, you know. That some of those those guys want to go and play for the big teams. I mean, just not seeing those teams form straight out of school and or, or from other teams, you know, like the the old boys did, you know, just just out of a team from school or carry it through into the next year. So we're not sort of seeing those sort of things, which help with the numbers.
1: Yeah, hundred hundred nil a week it was pretty much. Lucky to get three points in the first season. I heard.
2: Yeah,
0: I think. Um... <clears throat> Timmy gets posted something the other day as well about, well, I think squids maybe second or third season. I think it might have even been against old boys or maybe it was against one of the, the good rifles teams. He said that we were down 100 points or 105. it was about 76 minutes gone, but then we plotted a, a penalty from halfway to, to get on the scoreboard. So we're all going kind to of be there.
1: Yeah, um, it's character building.
0: It is. So, yeah, I guess that's that's, like, that's something that we'll going to solve in now. Um, in the, in the potty and um, you know as I said no one listens to this so. but then we've got the National Cup as well are you guys are you guys taking part us
1: yeah yeah 100% yeah keen for it obviously we'll touch on teams a bit more deeply in a little while but um, from our perspective it's more about just give, giving the boys as good of a good of a season as we can uh, not necessarily about winning games you know just trying to get the boys involved in as in as much activities as we can and um just grow the team you know we've, we're lucky enough that we you know we're, with, we're going through development stage but we've got the boys so we just want to make sure that's providing them a good platform really to uh to enjoy it
0: yeah nice Very good
1: um, a little away trip down to uh king country was it would certainly help cement that yeah
0: it'd be
2: brave, it? talking like 53 55 teams i think they've got about 17 something like that in the south island so I think there'd be some some good roadies between Christchurch and Dunners. I think there's a few student teams that have been formed purely for this competition. So I think that'd be that'll be pretty interesting. I know there's a lot of interest in Taranaki around eighty fives as well. They don't really understand it, but um, the the concept of more people playing and more people spending money over the over the bar gets people excited.
0: I, I thought you were, I thought you were going to
2: say they didn't understand the concept of the grade. It's pretty easy, isn't it? Under only five kilos. Yeah. Honestly, I've explained it about 30 times about, you know, do you get weighed at the start of the season or is it every game? And yeah, just trying to.
1: They don't get the idea behind it, eh? But, you know, and, but the game is different. Hutch, you know that. It's so much faster and, you know, you prioritise different parts of the, the game than you do in 15s. And um, yeah, a bit more culture maybe. But apart from that, it's good. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see who wins it though. If they've got if they do generate that many teams, you know, there's so much talent across New Zealand and all these, you know, country teams or whatever. You know, if they, you know, you can stretch twenty under eighty five players together from a from an area, say, and put them into a, a team, you know, anyone could win it, couldn't they? From, you know, someone that's never even played in the comp before. So yeah. it be interesting.
0: Yeah, 100 percent Because even playing club rugby in Eden, there's, you know i played Premier 2 down there for a lot of my time. There's a heap of guys that would not have been over 85 kilo, So there'll be a lot of of available players, which would be cool. Yeah. Um, Anyway, we'll move on. Um, So, as I said, we've got a little bit of a a season preview, so um, we'll just look through all the teams. Um, We've kind of got a little bit of a... We kind of put it out to (laughs) the the various uh, franchises and just got their take on, uh, I guess, key bits of recruitment for the season. Um, any key losses, and then kind of just a general state of the nation update from, from each. So um, we'll go in order of uh, round-robin placements from last year. So Samir, if you want to take us away with the
2: hussies. Yes, yeah, so um, recruitment-wise, hussies always get a lot of uh, influx from people that are moved into town. So all a lot of unknowns. Um, I don't think the shoulder-tapping and re- recruitment stuff is necessarily what, what happens, but it's just more we, we get luck of the draw probably the big one for us is uh stepping up to head coach Jack Navin putting on the 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 coach's uh coach's hat for the first time uh, he's bringing a lot of fizz a lot of culture so there's a lot of excitement around the team um so yeah he's definitely probably uh, the the biggest recruit uh Got a bit too fat for 85s. Roger, you can probably Late speak to that death. a little bit. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so he he's all over it. I we had a bunch of um, young guys from the Kings 1R team that have been uh, following our Instagram, uh, sort of thought the Squids' Insta was just a little bit too cheesy, so they sort of found their way into Ponsonby. <coughs> yeah, so on the, that, that's sort of us on the, the recruitment. See you later. Probably the biggest, well, two probably major ones um, – Geo obviously flying the coop to Arist, but controversial and uh, Sparky, um, our uh, or Sparkles as he was known on this side of the world, our, our uh, Welsh number nine heading home to probably rampant COVID overseas. Not sure what's going on there, but uh, he's a big part of our team on and off the field, so um, he'll be he'll be a big loss. Good boy, oh that one. Yeah, yeah, got engaged <laughs> recently as well. So, uh, congrats uh, to him. Bit of bad blood with Geo getting to Maris Smith. Oh, I'm sure well, you know, it's good to have reasons not to like teams sometimes. So yeah, I'm sure um there'll be a bit of bit of bit of fizz in that game, second round. And I suppose it's been so called we'll, the mood we'll see P- possibly, uh, uh
1: Possibly aren't short of coaching staff, though. Eh? It makes you know, to be honest, Maris, you know, they need not all the help they can get, but Josh, you know, needs an extra pair of hands down there and then Joe can pass on some of his wisdom down there. I think it's only a good thing, eh?
2: Yeah, I think Gio, Gio and Josh are good mates as well. So, you know. Yeah. And maybe, maybe a little bit of your own medicine
0: after
2: you took half the pack team as well. Half the yes, pack team, 100%, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: You only, you only started winning after you got those boys in, wasn't it? Is that what
2: happened? Yeah, yeah. The Rattlers. <laughs> geez, they go, they go well. It's amazing yeah, what you can do with a Rattler Ford pack when they don't have to pick and go for 80 minutes.
1: <laughs> and they don't have to play our Bacaranga.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, our, our state of the nation, uh, good good, solid pre-season. The last couple of years, we've sort of had pre-season games where we've sort of blown away teams and it hasn't been overly productive. But I think they've been tough, hard-fought games against a couple of the county's teams. So that's pretty good, get everyone on the field. And then a massive culture session uh, over the weekend that had my WhatsApp blowing up at a rate of knots. I think I woke up to about hundred and fifty messages. A lot of lost really? phones, a lot of lost bags, just so uh so Jack's uh you know one of the things I said to Jack was that sometimes championships are one off the field and he's uh going full steam ahead.
1: Is that is that the advice you passed on was that I was gonna that was gonna be my next question. Ask was was there any little uh, nuggets of you know you've got some serious experience say uh, I was gonna gonna ask Yeah you know, championships as won well off as... the
2: field and, and don't let George Young near your backline line moves. Good advice, good
0: advice. We'll move on. So second last year was the splits. I suppose I can talk from a splits perspective and you guys can just rip me for whatever you you see fit. Recruitments internally from the club, Jimmy Webb at at Halfback to to add to our never-ending Halfback stocks. Um, Somewhere, for some reason, we always seem to have a huge amount of nines, which is great. Um, and then we've got Paddy Ryan back from overseas. He last played for the Squids mid-2016, um, but he's come back about 10 kilos lighter. And uh, yeah, he'll be a good, good asset in the pack this year for us. Um, probably like a lot of teams, didn't lose too many this year, just I guess because people couldn't travel on that sort of thing. But um, James Smith, we lost him. I think body broke down. He'll probably be the best way to describe it. He's had enough footy. Um, so he'll be missed. Um, and then yeah, I okay. guess we've got a few others that'll probably play their token games for the year and start pretty late. There's still a couple of faces we haven't seen yet, but I'm sure they'll. What's uh, what's
1: a, What's the situation with AI this year?
0: Um, I've seen. Uh, to be honest. I haven't been a of practices, and I know he's been in a few. Um, sounds like he's pretty tied up. The first few weeks, uh, he'll be a, he'll be a slow starter. He'll be made I'd say. We get him on
1: the park. Oh, that's good. Good that good that he's keen. That's all right. Oh, he's he's keen. He's get the like, old boy going. I say
0: he's looking fit. Actually, give him a shout out. Looking fit out. Right? Looking hot.
2: Um, fair, fair play. Yeah. Jamie Farley still running the uh, the cutter on the fine book, or what's the story? Oh,
1: um, I was ringing it. I rang I rang him today to have a chat to him about it and give him a bit of grief. And his words to me were, "He's never been older or fatter than yeah. he is this year," and, uh, and I can attest to that. So.
0: He, he broke down in um, pre season. He's done something to his back. Um, he assures us it's not Shaggy's back, anything, anything bad, he said. But um, yeah, he's probably a few weeks away himself. So, all the old boy's a little bit slow to start this year. Um, but yeah, and then in terms of our pre season, it was, ended up being quite a long season last year. So, we kind of decided against having too much ahead of the season. We into, I think we finished in November, which was made for a pretty long year last year. We started in February. So, and um, we went yeah, we kind of just had a few practices and then on Saturday we had a bit of a what we call a culture day, but um yeah, it was kind of standing around in the rain for a few hours and had a few beers in the club, um, which was good. So bit of team bonding and that sort of thing, and then you will be the first proper head out this weekend. So the boys are on point.
1: Uh, what a place to start, eh? Very jealous.
0: Yeah, yeah no, it should be good. I, I dare say the boys are a little bit more focused on uh I guess the experience in the game but
2: it's run really a bit. Yeah. I think the, the uh, one of the levellers on the Waiheke trip is when you get off the um, off the boat and get onto the bus that they usually organise for you is this magic herb they give you. Um, it's locally grown and uh, it could be a real game changer. Uh, don't tell our boys that. So it slows down
1: the reaction times a little
2: bit, eh? Yeah, yeah. But that's why they uh, often have the best feed in the comp.
0: Yeah, there's a few that are probably pretty susceptible to that, so um, we'll probably keep them away. What about the old boys, Rodders? You finished third last year. What's the go?
1: Uh, not a huge amount of notable things, really. We got, yeah, you know, as far as recruitment goes, we've actually got quite a lot of new guys, and we don't really know. We're similar to the squids, really. We didn't start until only really a couple of weeks ago, uh, which isn't like us, really. Usually we'd be... In the club preseason and then into us but this year has similar sort of feelings really that just didn't need just didn't need it that early in the year so um I think it's actually helped you know all the boys coming down frothing you know we're getting 30 35 players at training so it's awesome really um got a few quite a few young guys coming through sort of Kiana I don't know if all the boys on the pod know Keanu, but he's a he's a hooker for the old boys he's been with us since he was about 17 yeah um he's done god knows how many years now but all of his mates so they're just filtering back into town from god knows where but they all all keep coming out of the woodwork every year and um yeah it's awesome we've got got sort of like a whole whole new back row of cam matt and aiden um from all over the place um they look pretty pretty hot um quite young so hopefully mix them in with our old boys uh levi in the center he's he looks strong so yeah, they're just a couple of notables, along with Jason, the horse Harris is back um, after two years in Wellington, successful years in Wellington, um, and played played 80 minutes on the weekend and just did more work than, than anyone else on the field. So, yeah, it was good stuff.
2: Kenny, enjoying having his right-hand man back in the scrum next to him. Did you say Jimmy? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was good fun actually. We had we had about five minutes at the end of the game. Jace, Jimmy at second row, and me at eight. So it was a nice flashback. little bit of no, nice little
2: flashback. Probably, probably um, most importantly, where's the gal?
1: The gal is currently injured, uh, back problems. Um, <laughs> That's
2: definitely Shagger's back.
1: One hundred percent, it's Shagger's back. He is he's wifed up at the moment, um, and and just seems to be spending less and less time with the fellas. So yeah, if you listen to this, there. We need to see your training next week, mate. Otherwise
0: it'd be good to get him on
1: the be, Yeah, he'd be he'd love it. You should definitely we should definitely get him on.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, I, I see you I see you guys are unfortunately losing um, Manassi this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well we're losing him in some ways. Like he's not gonna play on the weekends because he's just he starting a new business, so he can't really risk it, but he'll be there he's coming to trainings and just folding into that management role as uh, when he can on the weekends, you know we've got quite a good crew now of old buggers, so we just sort of help each other out and make it make it work on match day. A um, couple of other big ones was Pins, our number eight from last year, Ollie Pinfold. He's gone to the States to be with his partner, so big big miss for us. And also Trent Cunningham, he's uh, he's joined the fat and old club with me, so yeah, they've they uh, they paid their. J- to say the least, though, you know, Trent's been playing 85s footy for 10 years, so it's pretty epic.
0: Yeah, good show.
1: <clears throat> yeah, oh, I will actually just note, uh, mention James Sorensen as well. Well, Sorrow, he uh, he gave us two years of his time and uh, he was fantastic. He was, you know, he, when we needed someone, he was there and he, he was better, you know, one of the best coaches we've had. So he'll be missed big time.
0: Good man. Hey, that's what it's all about, grassroots, isn't it, brothers?
1: Yeah, it is, mate. And, you know, Sorrow was a club man. You know, he's always been a Grandma Carlton club man from, you know, his whole life. And uh, his father-in-law actually coached the old boys about seven years ago. So it's not, it was a nice little uh, family affair there. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll get him back once his kids are a bit older. And, uh, and as far as State of the Nation goes, um, yeah, like I said, sh- uh, late start to the season. But he did trainings where we actually had teams before we did Marist weekend. Um and all the, all the new guys in there, um, and, and we had Joey Maddick uh, captaining the boys. Um, he did a fantastic job as he always does. Um, scrappy, wet, rainy, windy, but lots of lots of good points to take from it. So yeah, looking forward to uh, looking forward to next week against the Fars or this week in the Fars. You
0: huge, huge game first up. Um, we'll get to that soon, and then. Good rep from the old boys. We've got the Lizards as well, finished in fourth last year. Smith, you got a bit of an overview for us
2: there? Yeah, all defending national champions as well. So uh, they uh, probably be, um, (laughs) don't give me that look, Hutch. Um, Yeah, so the Lizards obviously will be a team that everyone's gunning for this year, Um, sort of put themselves at the the top of the mantle. So... um, They've, uh, recruiting-wise, uh, they've got Greg, the Eden Barman. So, interesting one. If nothing else, is going to help for culture. And it uh, looks like Alex Rowell's back for a full season. So, he's obviously played 100 games, a lot of experience. So, good to have back in the mixer. Um, I'm sure on social media, I've seen Timmy Neighbors floating about as well. So, don't know if that's confirmed or, or not. But uh, if he is back in the mixer, that's a, that's a good one. They have, unfortunately, had a few guys... Um, Father Time sort of caught up on them. Tom Northcott and Kieran Rooney doing a bit of of duties for the season. And uh, Snapper has um, sliced himself open on a roof, which is unfortunate. Also, it looks like he could be embroiled in quite a legal battle with the TAB. um, Seen on social media, Um, he's hired Dennis Denuto, a famed lawyer, to take his case to, to the highest court in the nation.
0: I've actually got um, a bit of context on this, young. If you can bear with me, it does get a bit confusing. But so somehow snap in at McLaren, figured out that you can, in the same game, this is, for, for people who don't punt, this is going to make no sense, but he same game multis um, in the, what was the Saturday the game, Lance Chiefs, half-time draw into a full-time draw after regular time. Um, also, he thought. So he put 50 bucks on it, and it was returning 20 grand. So you would have thought it was it was a draw at halftime. No, sorry, it wasn't a draw at halftime, but it was a draw at full time. So he kind of, the way it read, he should have actually won his bet. But anyway, the tab came back to him and said, um, pretty much, no, we're not going to pay because even though it says, re- like, second half on the bet, we actually consider the second half, including extra time. So it kind of chipped him a little bit. Um, so anyway, I think he's going to miss out on his money. But anyway, um, so this was all blowing up on Saturday night and I was in a few group chats with a few fellas that were, um, you know, just fighting for the little man, you know. Uh, so James Hackett, and his wisdom, um, former Auckland um, girls manager, decided that he'd put um, the same bet on on the Sunday game. So for the Crusaders Canes. Um, so he put 20 bucks on it, on the multi. Um, so he needed a half-time draw, which he got. It was a draw at half-time between the canes and the sabers. Um, and then it was a draw um, at full-time as well. Slightly different wording on Hack's bet by the looks of it. Um, but anyway, Hack won his bet. Uh, five and a half grand off 20 bucks. So.
1: Holy. Yes, boy.
0: So, yeah. Unfortunately, the Snapper, kind of killed Hack <clears throat> Um So he probably owes him a couple of beers, I'd say.
1: Holy moly. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting turn of a day. It's not something you see every day, but it shows how uh, how similar all the teams are. Yes.
2: Um so the back to Eden's state of the nation um, had quite a few issues trying to find a field to train on, which sounds like a massive admin rigmarole. Apparently been training about four different grounds. Uh, the best one apparently is Unitech that's covered in prickles and next to a COVID isolation hotel warm-up area. So um, hopefully they're in line for the vaccinations early. Um, otherwise, it could be an interesting season. A little bit, of, I guess, just going back
0: to, I guess, losses for the year, for Smith. You're pretty, I guess, uh, objective on this. What are you what, losing a little bit of uh, a middle in the pack here again?
2: Eden. Oh, I tell you what. ever the we, I don't know about you guys when you're reviewing um, Eden the week before. You're just trying to to figure out how the hell you get to pass, pass Northcott and win your lineouts. Um, so exactly. I think um, I think the dart throwers in any team is probably yeah sigh of relief. I think uh, yeah, that, and Kieran Rooney goes goes real hard as well. Oh, he was always a good player for suburbs and been a so good love. player for for them. So yeah, a couple of yeah. Tall, tall timbers, as far as 85s goes, um, yeah, I think I think that'll mm-hmm. that'll affect them, and also just a bit of leadership, you know, from those two. Um, and I think uh, Declan's also not involved this year. He's given a lot to their team and um, a lot of coaching experience. So be interested to see how the lizards go. Um, as I said at the start, I think every team will sort of be gunning for them a little bit. Um, and um, didn't really mention in the see you ladders, but the. Uh, Think the Costas might have gone to North Harbour, so it'll be interesting to see if they pop up. Um, playing 85 that is later, interesting, eh? L- later because the they season. were
1: they had fully they had signed on the dotted line, according to the Eden boys. That they didn't, it was the best rugby they've ever played playing for the um for the Lizards, and the, think, that that was going to be them this yeah.
0: I think he, he Costas us playing for Eden, I saw him, he was playing against Farsi, but I think the two um sorry names escaped me, but um. Two other there's two of two of them. There. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe, Rod. maybe yeah.
1: um, oh, well, they'll, miss, they'll miss those boys when it comes to national cup time, I'm sure.
0: Anyway, moving on. Got the debts next. So courtesy of Corey Larson is written to be an absolute novel. Um with a few oh, jobs, really? with a few with a few jobs included to the squint. So um I have the honour of reading it, so I'll leave out some of those. But bit of recruitment for the debts this season, um, by the sound, so uh, Bo, their coach for a few years, has left, um, unfortunately. But um, the DCs have recruited Jacob Silvaco, who's come across from North Cove Rugby Club, um, hung up the boots, and he's taken on a coaching role with, um, alongside Dizzy this year, so it's pretty good. Um, and then a few different bases. Um, Dizzy reckons they've set up a feeder club um, with Ned and Sharks. Um, so a few boys from down south, which would be handy. Um, certainly have their off field stuff sorted. New players to watch out for probably Bossy, we'll probably get a full name at some point. Gus Gray along with the Morrison boys. I think one of those was one of the Morrison boys playing last year, bloody good back row. Right. And then Cork is back, uh, apparently with the Kitten's armband, at the back of the at the back of the park, so it'll be tidy. And yeah, so it looks like they've they've lost their numbers, um, which is cool. No, no two major losses for this season. I guess for natural churn. Michael Schofield, uh, is gone. He was at ten last year. Um, and then Guy Slater sounds like he'll be sort of moving into a more sort of formal um, supporting station management role um, rather than playing. Um, but it sounds like he's pretty close to 100 games even though they might get him on the park. And then in terms of sort of a state of the nation, um, sounds like a little bit more of a, what well, I've seen a little bit more of a pre-season than normal for the debts, which is cool. So Corey's done a good job there getting the boy getting some numbers on the park. Um, I saw just on Saturday they played um, Peter Mahoe and they won five tries to two in the week, which is a pretty good result, um, considering Peter Mahoney would have been pretty reasonable. Um, and I know they played Legends of Maris um, and this sort of gave it three halves the other day as well. I'm not sure how that went, but I think, you know, Tom on the field there's no replacement for it, so that's good. And um, they've got the, the ponies first start, which, uh, which they'll be fizz for, so... Yeah, aiming for a sort of top four finish this year, uh, if not more, by the sounds. You guys got any, any thoughts on the debts? Well, I personally think they're probably building pretty well, to be honest. So they've arguably had more numbers than us, and probably a longer pre-season than us, for the first time I can remember, so um, putting the prep in, which is good.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, the debts are always, they're always strong against us for whatever reason, and usually that's when no real preseason, probably only had, Five people at training, so it's going to be a hell of a battle um, this week if they've got themselves organised early and uh, been playing a few games. So, yeah, be good. Good to see that. Good to see them going um, and and hissing in that post Sam Abraham era. Yeah, he yeah, was he
1: was the he was the, uh, the stalwart for so many years, and they've uh, it's taken them over cover from losing them, but they're they're always tough as tough as old boots, and you don't know what you're going to get with them. So. You know, I think this year there could be a could be a fistful of upsets, and Saturday could be one of them. I reckon, Smith.
0: <laughs> For sure. Um. Anyway, we'll move along. We've got the um the Fars. You, you want to take us through the Fars? You're probably closest to them being a part of your club, runners.
1: Yeah. No, they um had a good chat with John and Chunk, and we went and so we didn't actually catch the end of the game, but we went and had a beer with them up at uh, Grandma Cotton on Saturday after our game. Uh, they had a good winter against Massey and that horrible rain and stuff. So, uh, they, yeah, they're full of beans, to be honest. They're, um, they haven't really really gained anyone, but they haven't really lost anyone. Um, all the young guys from last year, obviously another year older, which, which just helps um, experience and all that. The big note is that the pilot is, uh, is on furlough, so the are fizzed up about that. He's full-time pre-season training, so no doubt we'll be seeing him you know, everywhere through the season.
0: Um, I know that for the rest of us, we can't
1: wait. We can't wait for that bubble to open so that yeah, uh, they can get him back to work.
0: Yeah, hell, give him give him again now.
1: Um, well, we few of the boys have seen him out in the last couple of weeks from the old boys' eh? and have been twisting, getting in his ear, but uh, he's not having a bar of it, eh? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so that was the whole thing. You know, we told him, we you know he. He's home now but nah, he's a he's a far through and through which is you know fair play to him but they, they're gonna be good this year they um they played two two preseason games won both of them pretty similarly scoring sort of three tries each game and they'll just be their, their normal self you know tenacious solid solid forward pack and um, you know if they can get a bit of cohesion through the backs and stuff they'll be deadly and I know they won a top four spot this year and that's there's that's, they won't be happy unless they don't get top four spots. So, you know, they've got, uh, they got a lot to play for. Um, one of the notes I have had from John is that they've got an unbelievable sponsor. Well, it started last year, but um, it's just took a, on a whole new level this year. They're sponsored by Behemoth Brewing. Um, so, New Jersey's this year with a big Behemoth logo. And, yeah, the boys are fizzing. And the, they've even put a, put a couple of barrels of up the farz Lager behind the bar at GTEC. Which is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: that's great. It looks pretty punchy as well, like 6 percent. Yeah. After Perfect half- for a post match. Yeah, after a hard game of footy, then knock you around a bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, gets rid of all the aches and pains, nice and quickly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh,
1: uh, just two two notable things is that just uh, it'll, next week we'll be interesting to see if we have Jezza Hunt and uh, and Chunk. I know they've both been hitting the pavement hard, but uh, hopefully they turn up next week. Um, underway. Otherwise riders might be getting another 20 minutes off the bench.
0: <laughs> especially with those GT sales, they're always pretty back and heavy. Yeah,
1: I mean, especially if Chunk has anything to do with it.
0: Uh, You've got to be careful what you wish for, but um, I would love to see um, the uh, I make. Actually, I should note, official name change by the looks as well. Um, I'm not sure what was behind that, but there you go. Yeah. Um,
1: that was all. I think on the original jerseys, it was that, and then it just got um, sort of diluted down to tiny Far, and then Far, and then I think they've just gone back to you know the official.
0: Back to the Yeah, yeah no,
1: oh, And just on, on, uh, oh, we're going to talk about the games after this. Eh? We'll rattle through you're, the, you're uh, EG, of these teams.
0: You're on the EG, EGC, what as I can tell.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a big game this weekend. <laughs> for more, for more than one reason.
0: I was just going to say though, but I'd love to like it. Probably get, it could be the expense of one of our teams in this chat, but I'd love to see them in the top four. Um, <laughs> think they've, they've built up a pretty solid, what would you call it, program over the last few years. So be well deserved. Okay. But we'll sit We we'll have to see. And then who who followed them last year? After that was the Raiders. Smurf We've got a bit of intel for us on that from Logan. He's always pretty insightful.
2: Yeah, yeah, so Joe the Myth Gunson, um, so it sounds very mythical, uh, has returned from the UK after three-year absence, Talon Patterson, joining his mates after playing a bit of Ponies under 20, 21, so that's a bit of a, somehow we've missed that in the recruitment drive, and uh, Scott Freebrain has made his way into management, um, but joined the president of the Derry Club, Bernie R- Renal. sounds like a great Durie name as well. Sort of enough to get me on the on the polls, I think. See you later, is uh, Daddy Sam Not, who's moved to Darfield, so um, really immersing himself in some um, heartland footy culture. Good numbers, apparently, uh, no injuries, and two preseason hitouts. And uh, Wednesday night, uh, Logan's Beer Club numbers have been really high, so he's pretty happy. I think they'll be one that, as well as obviously, in there to, to win the competition. They'll be going pretty hard for the Shoei Vuitton, I think
0: yeah good point we'll talk about yes. this that that's a sort of a new addition. Uh, edition uh we've formally kicked off this year um and that probably moves us do we have a
1: do we have a sorry mate do we have a status on the mullet from last year i i, oh, I can't remember the lad's name but connor, he, connor had the uh yeah. had the hairdo of the year right eh? that was fantastic hopefully hopefully that's uh that's still inglorious.
2: Yeah, I think he's, he's back for another lowing. season from what, I, what I've heard anyway. Good players, Probably too. stepping player. around that boat trip with Farley as well.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, the boat trip's still going. And then we've got, after that, we've got We've got You can talk through Maric.
1: Yeah, I had a good chat with uh, with Geo and Josh down there. Um, they got such a good setup down there. Um, you know, great coaches, great facilities. And just some really good young boys coming through, lots of school leavers and stuff, which is difficult. You know, it's um, it's a big jump from playing um, playing boys in school to to older men. So, you know, they they've got some of the old heads there, and it's sort of just getting that balancing act right. I know we didn't see the best of them on the weekend. They had sort of eleven guys away, and then they had about three injuries in the first five minutes. So. Um, and they they were right in the game, even though they didn't manage to score against us. It was um, <clears throat> they were about you know, in pretty horrible conditions. Um, they you know they had their um, recruitment uh, obviously Geo uh, that's probably the most notable um, addition to the club, and I'm sure he'll uh, he'll do wonders for them this year once they uh, once they get some numbers back. Uh, See you later. We've got uh, the old fella Mecca, absolute rooster. I'm sure we've all we all had a, heard him yelling at us or at them on the sideline over the years. Um, but he's just having a year off, I think, to uh, to do a few other bits and pieces. But I'm sure we'll see him around. Uh, and then long time battler Mitch um, has hung up his boots as well because he got a pretty pretty horrible neck injury last year, which you know it's pretty hard to come back from something like that. And then yeah, as far as the state of their team, like I said, a mix of young and uh, new and old. Brilliant preseason down in Pau Nui. Um, heard all about that on Saturday. Sort of all night bending and 3 a.m. running sprint sessions on the beach afterwards, which doesn't sound very appealing to me, but uh, I'm sure it'll do the wonders when it comes to the uh, the tail end of the season. So, yeah. Yeah, they did
0: pretty, pretty good stuff for Ralph. It kind of look like a kind of end-of-season trip, but pre-season, which is, think, not a bad approach to really, you know, really
2: get the, sort of the, the bonding underway nice and early. There seems to be a fair bit of, bit of that this season. Yeah, which is good. A lot of culture building.
0: Um, I will say,
2: like,
1: their back row is bloody solid and their scrum was really good at times as well. Um, so, you know, good platforms there for them to build on. Uh, I will just say one other thing about Marist. They, you know, they, they're trying to push for... To grow the grade, not just their own team, which is awesome, and that's coming from Josh and Joe and the club representatives down there. Um, and they've also asked me to mention about a fundraiser. Um, well, they'll send through dates and stuff to all the clubs, but it's something that all of, all of the teams need to get around. Um, one of the boys at um, a dry Drifles, One of his, one of the boys there. One of his, uh, his, his wife has um, said she got cancer, so it's. Um, just a fundraiser of her and um, try and try and get a bit of culture together as well at the same time. So um, look out for that. And it'll be good to have everyone
0: there. Yeah, nice. I think I saw a little bit about that. I'm sure we'll, we'll push it out and everyone know once that it, uh, once it's all formalised. Yeah. Um, yeah, sad to hear, but good opportunity for the 85s community to get around each other, um, which we don't normally have a problem doing, so it should be good.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: There it goes. Um, and then moving along to kind of the last sort of pre-season uh, preview before we uh, start speculating on the uh, on Peck and Waiheke. Um, legends. So the Legends this year, um, yeah, big numbers down at, at Varsity, um, which has been great to see. Obviously um, the the sort of, I guess, the fuck around with the start of the uni year didn't help them, but um, they've still managed to uh, to keep that core group they had last year, um, plus also adding a couple of um, decent players to their coaching rank. So they've got former um, squid, actually, Johnny Nerex, coaching them. Um, no hard feelings. Um, and Tyrone, who's captain of Varsity Prems, coached them as well. Obviously, um, both reporting to Big Jim still. Um, but I guess, you know, they're more hands-on delivery than Big Jim, who's kind of beside the scene now. Um, I had a young time on said that the club and nice. he's... pretty happy that he as he said it's just good for the boys to hear another voice um so yeah it sounds like it sounds like and johnny and tyler enjoying it as well i think it's great for great for the legends so um they'll be a sort of team to watch this year i think lost a couple of players this year um i guess just with uni guys finishing their degrees and that sort of thing uh biggest casual casualty though leah rumsey who played every minute and attended every training session in 2020 has moved on and uh Hard to choose to feel while it sounds. It's pretty impressive, I don't even think. I don't think there'd be many in the grade that went to every, played every minute and went to every training. There's probably not even that many that went to every training, to be fair, so pretty good effort, mate.
1: That's a, that's a hell of a statistic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The man, ab,
1: ab, the man absolutely frosts rugby. Good on I him.
0: I don't know if we can actually validate that, but that's it's pretty good, especially in, you know, in the current climate as well. Um, he obviously had no fear of COVID um he would have been along there in the bundles of eight or whatever it was but yeah they've had a pretty good pre-season by the sound so started at 85's open day at varsity which is good um, there's a few allegations here about the splits punching some of their prospective players which is a lie uh they the
2: game oh surely you would have had the book out a few phone numbers few um farley would have had them added on facebook surely
0: i think they're more scared of that rather than attracted to them so you probably didn't do, do something anyhow. Um, so yeah, they said this sort of game through three halves against DC's and Graves the other night, which was good. Um, so they would have buy first up, um, and then ends weekend. So they're a few weeks away from playing. So just building, um, but yeah, they've got a tough start to the seasons, but I think it will be, yeah,
2: it'll be a stronger. It probably stronger. works out well for them with school holidays, does it? Yeah, I think so. And just like
0: put a bit of time in the saddle as well. Um, so yeah, they'll be, they'll hit the ground running, hopefully free of injuries. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so that was all for the pre-season and uh, also the season previews. Um, Stevie Arnold did send through a few messages um, regarding Pack. Sounds like they'll get some players in the park. A few other messages that we probably can't repeat on um, air. <laughs> a few jobs to use Smurf. Um, but, look, we can, we can fill the, the listeners in next week uh, on that. We'll do the same with Waikiki as well. Again, apologies to Waikiki for not actually sending you the document, so that is actually my fault. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, anyway, this weekend, um, we've got some nice matchups across the board. We'll go through and uh, I guess, based on not knowing anything about any of these teams apart from what you've just heard, um, so we'll, we'll go through and make some predictions, I guess, based on whatever you like, really. But uh, we've got <coughs> uh, Maris versus Raiders first up. So, talking about the Shui Baton before, I guess the Boat Racing Cup, this will be on the line. Maris current holders. Um, so I guess in your response, Smurf and Rodders, let us know if you think they're going to retain it um, and then secondly, um, what you think the outcome of the game is going to be. So Marist versus Raiders, um, looks like that'll be at, um, at Marist as well.
1: I'm just going to check the weather quickly. Oh yeah. Yes. For, <laughs> if it's down there, you need to know the conditions. Jeez. I, I think Marist is going to get up, to be honest. the, um, with, the with the amount of build-up they've had... Um, They'll have a full strength side. Uh, Saturday was pretty valuable for both teams, I think, even though it wasn't very high scoring. Yeah, I on, I honestly think that, that the mob will get up. And it's meant to be a bit ra- raining with Northwesterly. So, yeah, I, my money's on Maris. They know how to play down there. That's the home ground. So, um, yeah, sure. we'll put call, we'll call Mar- Maris by six.
0: And to re- retain the Sherry baton as well?
1: Yeah, I think home to have home advantage applies to Shirley Vuitton as well,
2: so, yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah I, I'm going to lean towards the Raiders. I think if um, if Logan's got more guys turning up to, to Wednesday Beer Club, that's a dangerous thing. So, uh, yeah, I think it'll be close, though. I think the pre-season games is sort of, yeah, um, early season games, a few more mistakes. Um, if it's raining out there, can I think it's going to be tight. But uh, I think few young guys with the, with the Marish team, a few guys maybe new to the grade, so maybe Raiders just with a little bit of experience. And um, uh, I think they, the Shoei Vuitton is, is built for, for Logan and uh, his um, his team, so um, I think they'll, they'll tip them over. Um, obviously, Gio will bring a lot um, to, to Marish with the, the rugby stuff, but um, he's a teetotaler, so he's not going to help for the Shoei Vuitton. And that's
1: well, what really matters at the end of the day.
0: Geo is Geo making weight,
1: What's that? Sorry,
2: is Geo close to making
0: weight?
1: No, 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 God, no. N- n- neither of us are. Yeah. So uh yeah, I think we've got, we've probably got, we're ten kegs over both of us. So, nice. Nice.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone has to worry about him actually taking the field during the season. So that's nice.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. Well, I think you think if Maris are going to cause a decent upset, it's going to be early in the season, with the prep they've had. But I just I don't think I can go past the Raiders unders just with the pack they've got. I think that'll be the difference there. Especially, God, if the weather turns down there, it gets nasty and you need some nasty blokes. Um and yeah, the Raiders do have do have some hard nosed guys up front, which is good. Um, so God, heart says Maris, but head goes raiders. So we'll go raiders, but I think Maris will hold on to the, the shoe baton there. Um and there will be there'll be some soul searching for Logan come Wednesday big I'd say. But yeah,
2: then uh, next up we've got Pack vs Eden, um, Smurf. What do you reckon, Pack vs Eden? That's obviously at pack. Oh, at Pack, far out, Auckland traffic, jeepers! <laughs> I think you'd have. To, uh, I'm going to lean towards Pack. and it going cause a bit of a, a boil boilover. Um, no idea what field they're on. Probably not Bell Park. So be one of those dusty, muddy things out the back somewhere. Probably just suit that pack and go sort of style of footy that. Um, that Stevie Arnold will have them uh, entrenched with.
0: Long so, way.
2: yeah, gonna, uh, it's a long way from Eden Park, reckon? Yeah, a long way from Eden Park. Um, the Gribble Dome is it?
1: Is that what they call it, the Gribble Dome, or well,
2: I was, I
0: was the was Gribble
1: Park, the Park,
2: or? or... Um, yeah. Okay, nice. Um, so yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pick uh, pack unders, um, and uh, Steve will definitely be the biggest pest uh, amongst the seventy people watching and playing.
0: Nice. We'll
1: that down. Nice. Uh yeah, I'll I don't know. It's unknown, isn't it, packeringer at the moment. Who knows who they're gonna pull out the woodwork. So um could quite easily go Packering as way, well, but I'll I'll give this early game to Eden Unders. I don't think he will be high scoring, but uh <clears throat> yeah, we'll go, we'll go Eden Unders. Nice. And
0: I'm gonna go Eden Unders as well. Just based on them having a few pre seasons, I'm not even sure what pack have... and I think pack have had a game or maybe yeah, they might have had a game. on Saturday. but I know Eden had a couple and they've been they've got a, they've got a fair, fair amount of that crew back from last year, so I think they might sneak that one under. And then we've got. Are we, are we, are we
1: getting point? Gonna say? Sorry, mate. Sorry are we getting are we getting points for this? Um, are you making notes of scores? So if we
0: yeah, get
1: pick get- the scores right, and we'll uh, we'll see how we go over the season. Who ends up? With the uh, most points at the end of the season.
0: Yes, Smith completely smashed me last year. Um,
1: but yeah, but Smith Smith's got too much faith in Ponsonby this year. I reckon he's gonna he's gonna uh, drop some serious points. So no, he's
0: out of he's out of touch. He's out of he's out of the region now, anyway. So hopefully we can pick one up. But what do you reckon, Rodders? Husseys versus Dix? Where are you going?
1: Oh, uh, I think I'll go Husseys for sure. Like it's it's. Pretty similar team last year. Strong, strong in the key positions. Um, you're, you're missing a bit of Welsh flair there in the nine position. So it'll be interesting to see who filters in there. Um, yeah, because he, he was a 80 minute man for you boys pretty much, wasn't he, Smith?
2: Uh, yeah, he usually played big minutes. We had, um, yeah. year before, we had Corey Collins as well, who I think he busted up his shoulder last year when. Um, he was sort of going to give us that that bang bang from the nines, but oh, yeah. yeah, not too sure on. Um, they're pretty secretive with me as well, so uh, I think all I'm hearing is that we've got quite a few young, quite a few new players. Um, so yeah. we'll see what happens. I'll
1: go. I'll go unders. I'll go. I'll go um, ponies unders.
0: Smith,
2: you're going to go hussies over, there. Oh, debt's having a preseason sort of put me off a little bit. I mean that's a that's a real, real turn up. I don't think they've ever had a preseason. So, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the debts debts hussies games are apart from from one year I can remember, but they're generally twelve and under. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna to go twelve and under hussies.
0: Yeah, I would... but ho- I hope then, the boys
2: but... blow them off the park and put thirteen thirteen. Plus. I was
1: just about to say, so modest of you, yeah. Smith. Yeah. And... Oh,
2: yes. Yeah, I hopefully, <laughs> love Corker, but hopefully, we dicked him.
0: <laughs> uh, well, have you got those? Who of those guys that? Um, who was the guy that paid 13 for you last year? He came back right near the end of the season.
2: What's his name? Oh, Morris. Nah, Morris is um, having a bit of a year off rugby. He gets some injuries, right? Um, right. He was solid. Yeah. Yeah, good player. Might send him a contract to come down and play in Taranaki. Yeah, nice. Might
0: try and get him for the squids, maybe.
2: <laughs> um, I don't think he likes your Insta either no, that's alright yeah not stiff enough
0: Um, we'll go I'm going to go to Unders based yes. on pre season based on adding a bit of cattle up front um, Corker at the back again I think it's the same situation with Maris like this is the first game for them so key if they can get off to a winning start here it's really going to set them up Um, and I know that put in a, a, a lot of work so yeah, I'm tipping them to be, as you said, it's always pretty close between you guys, but maybe, maybe they'll get the rub of the green this year. Um, so I'll go dead sunders. Um And then we've got Natani Favis, old boys. Rollers, what's the name of the cup again?
1: It's the Wade Banks Cup. Oh, nice. Wade Bank. So um, I'm sure most, most of the boys on the pod would have bumped into Wade at some point point or another he's been playing in the grade for like 15 years i think um <clears throat> uh in a couple of different teams and um unfortunately he had a well he we'd already named the cup the wade banks cup just because of how legendary legendary he is at the club um and uh, unfortunately last year had a really horrible accident um which he was absolute miracle that he survived and um he's made a miraculous recovery he's, he's nowhere near nowhere near home yet but he's um He's making amazing strides, so we're hoping potentially he might be at the game on Saturday, um, which would be good. But if he's there, he'll probably want to play, so hope. <laughs> we might have to fight him, fight him off the field. But, uh, if he's there, that'll be really special for for all of the boys because, um, you know he he's played a few games for the old boys when we we're in transition, so um, we we've all got mad respect for him and love for him. So yeah, hopefully hope he can get down there, and I know that I know the bars will um. We'll put everything on the line, um, to uh, to show them, show them what it means to them. But uh, hopefully, the old boys give them the respect they deserve and and beat them.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. So you you're going Anders Rovers Rovers.
1: I think I think unders, probably the um. It's again, it's looking wet down there, and
0: is for the stars
1: or Anders <laughs> for the old boys? we have got old boys. Just, just for the little bit of experience that, that we've got there now, having horseback and a uh, couple of key positions where we've got we've just got a bit more experience in, than the fires, but they'll come and throw the kitchen sink at us, and uh, it won't be easy, no doubt. But um, hopefully, hopefully the old balls get up.
0: Yeah,
2: nice. and man.
1: The uh, the hiss up hiss up in the changing rooms afterwards will be uh, will be legendary anyway. So no matter what
2: happens, do you go old school, bite them into the changing room for a beer?
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think good, we, eh? we'll, we'll, we'll pretty much be in the same changing room. Yeah, get get my hands on one of those nice behemoth jerseys already. But uh, no, nah, it'll be uh, it'll be good. We'll be up for some up the Fars lagers in the club no matter what. So bring it on.
0: Nice.
2: Very good. Yeah, I'm actually waiting on my Fars t-shirt to make it, to make his way to me. me, Hutch. um was generously donated at the end of last year, but still haven't seen it. Uh, I think I've seen young Theo and not Gal wearing it.
0: Uh, yeah, I've, I've got mine here safely sewed so away. It's a little bit open. I'm unsure when to actually wear it. Probably um, driven out of the club, but very um, nice gesture. Quite a nice apparel as well. Um,
2: yeah.
1: I'm, I'm surprised they didn't send you their uh, their new merch this year. Do you, do you keep an eye on their Instagram at all? Oh, uh, yeah.
2: G-strings. Yeah, actually, actually, you would go absolutely <laughs> outstanding in and a, and a fast G, G-banger. Yeah, actually, that's one bit of their kit I
0: probably work with. You.
1: Yeah, 100%. That's quality, good form from there. I think, I don't know if it's, I think it must be one of the, the girlfriends or something. Fair play.
2: Is it, is it, are they male? <laughs> it's 100% chunk. It's definitely chunk. No, sure. no,
1: I, no, no, I think it's one of the girlfriends. I think they're for the partners, not for the lads.
0: I'm oh. sure. We thought they were like playing issue, Like, Because we were saying, midnight <laughs> like checking a bloke and then like there's a G running out. Be quite classic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think Farley wears a G banger on the on the game day.
0: Yeah. Well, My I, good print. He's obviously pretty brother. sure
2: yeah <laughs> yeah oh back to footy i'll go i'll go fast 12 and under. i reckon i'll get the job done your rotters I in that just early in the season a lot of fizz new jersey might, have,
1: might have put a wager on this one smith what do you reckon 10 bucks
2: 10 bucks yeah well maybe a behemoth lager
1: a done deal and up the farz for whoever wins <laughs> i'm
2: actually
0: i'm actually gonna go on this as well sorry come cool. on fellas it's just purely based on, I've based all my selections really on, on preparation. Um, sounds like you're a little bit lighter on prep than they
1: are.
0: So that's why I'm going with the bars
1: Fair, cool. Fair, uh, cool. I
0: think, again, I think it will be close. But, you know, I've been wrong many times before. Um, and then final game of the round is Waikiki versus Squids. Squids heading overseas to Waikiki. Take take them on the first game back in the grade for probably two was it two years ago they were last in the grade three years ago
2: yeah I think so think so yeah yep.
0: so absolute lottery to work out how they're going to be um but I'm going to go squids in plus just naturally I'll back my team then plus I'm like you cowards um but yeah what do you guys think
2: yeah I think Probably 13-plus is probably fair, but um, hopefully um, Waihe, um get out there on their their home patch. And, um, yeah, they generally – I think they do quite well in the league comp from historically. So um, it will depend whether they're running both a league team and a rugby team or, or just one and um, throw the kitchen centre. So love for them to tip you up, but I um, think it's probably probably squiddy's 13, 13-plus 13 would be the sensible thing.
1: Come on, lads. Mate. If you, you, you're not taking into all the uh, external factors here, lads, you've got overseas travel, seasickness. You've already mentioned the herbs that you get served there. Um, and then also I've heard some whispers that the lead team were were awesome last year, loads of new boys there. So uh, my inside track is that they're going to be good this year. So um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Waiake, 100%.
0: And those are over.
1: Uh, we'll say Unders because it's raining. If it was dry, I might have said 13 plus, but.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I'd so say good. I mean, I genuinely have no idea what they're going to be like, so they could um, And say so they'll probably surprise us. I they were they were pretty handy a couple uh whenever they were last in the comp. They just, they just make a bit of depth. They actually had some bloody good players, but um, they battled a bit for numbers that year. And then following the year, hence they kind of, they, they kind of put the pause button on the 85s, but, but good to have them back, and hospitality over there is outstanding as well. Um, yeah, if they're looking for, Their coach has already asked if the um, wee lass who streaked there last time we were making the trip said that she won't be. Um, but they still excited. Who's well,
2: stepping well, into those duties for the weekend, Patch?
0: Um I don't know. A lot of the guys have got some of your long-term sort of girlfriends now. Maybe have they? Maybe some of the younger boys will. Um, you know. Maybe either one of them will streak themselves or they'll bring a friend that'll streak.
1: What what's that yarn? Did one of the boys brought a checkmate along and she streaked?
0: <laughs> yeah, so one of the girls got pulled into streaking when we played there last time. And it's like every time I see anyone from Waikiki, they just bring it up. It's the first That's season.
1: unbelievable. Fair play. I've never heard that. Yeah, that's brilliant.
0: Yeah, that was quite funny. Um yeah, there's some classic quotes that came out of it that are not you cannot repeat, even though this <laughs> even though this podcast is pretty liberal and definitely can be repeating. Some of the things that were said. So, yeah, that was very funny. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of a wrap for, for this week, fellas. But good to be back on air. Looking forward to Rodders. Good luck for your game on Saturday. Bit of a big one to kick things off. And Smurf, I know you'll be tuning into the various social media channels. And good luck for your coaching as well. We never mentioned that Smurf's taken up a, a premier coaching role down in uh, Taranaki. So, good luck for your card. You're already underway, ain't not you, Smurf?
2: Yeah, yeah we've. Uh into the third week. So we've actually, you know, got our own game against the old boys this weekend, against uh, New Plymouth Old Boys who um at the White House. I don't think it's the same White House as we have in Auckland. But oh. um um yeah, so that'll be that'll be good fun. Uh they had Lockie Bowshair playing for them last week. So that'll be interesting challenge if uh, if he's playing again. But yeah, so good times. Fair play. Good nice, on them. Nice one for you as well.
0: Thanks for joining and um we'll catch you all next week. Eh?
2: Cheers,
1: lads. Cheers. Good good stuff.